but I, all the words have left my brain right Everything now. leaves my brain as soon as we need to sing a song. Um, what, um, a song, a song, my I kingdom was singing, for a song. I was singing one to Poppy earlier. What was I singing to Poppy? You were singing a song on the walk to the shop. <laughs> I sing always, except to, um, <laughs> except for at the beginning of the podcast. Until I'm asked to sing. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I can't think of any songs. I actually think that might be a song that Bailey Sarian sings. Man, I feel like a greyhound. Let's go, girl. If that doesn't get you in gear, I don't know what will. Does it? Have you seen that meme where it's like, when I hear men, I feel like a woman by Shania Twain. I feel like I can kick a door in. Literally. <laughs> literally. Because that's how I feel when I hear it. That is 100% how anyone should feel. So that's our welcome music for you today. I want to give you a quick side note involving that song. Please so do. You you know my cousins, Ellie and Sarah. Yes. So their mum, who is my auntie Sue. So because there were two aunties because my mum's name is Sue yes and my auntie's name was Sue okay but they're sisters-in-law yeah 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 yeah. no one named their children Sue and Sue no that's madness well my grandma had cousins called Harry and Harold who were brothers so dumb you never know dumb um anyway so she we we I remember listening to that that album that Shania Twain album 1997 it was come on over and I tell you what, we would be screaming around in her Mitsubishi Triton with that <laughs> as loud as it would go. She was hauling us, not hauling us, hauling us. A-R-S-E. A-R-S-E. Hauling ass. Um, in that Triton, we were screaming down the road to Bunnings to get all sorts of things um, and getting a Bunning, Bunning Sanger. And we were screaming down uh, Clyde Mountain to go to the Coast House. <sighs> that sounds so And we good. were absolutely... What a time. Now, this is this is to be revealed on the podcast right now, 20-something years later. We were absolutely doing burnouts on the roundabout in Batemans Bay. You had such a good upbringing. <laughs> they have raised you right. <laughs> Uh, to and we were doing it to that song. I got banned from playing Shania Twain. Like I got given a limit on how many times I could play Shania Twain per day in the pub on the jukebox as a child. Oh my god, that happened to me. <gasps> Who as was well. installing these Shania Twain limits? <sighs> I can't believe that happened to both of us. Which pub was it? Mine was the bottom pub, top pub. Oh my god, the rules existed everywhere. I Town the, conspiracy. The patriarchy was trying to fucking. Too many women feeling like a woman. D- damn right. Man shirts, short skirts. Weren't having that. No. They Not were, in 2001. They weren't having it. No. I can't believe we've just uncovered a conspiracy. The other thing that used to get a lot of play in the pub for me wasn't on the jukebox, but it would come up. They'd play like video hits on the screen. Uh, yeah, yeah. And it was Kelly Clarkson's. Um, Breakaway. Yes, but also the other one that's really, really sad. Ooh, I can't. She walks on the other side of the road. I don't know. I'll f- anyway, I'll find it and I'll sing it for you next time. The the one that the other one I used to hear all the time was Smooth Criminal. Oh, yes, absolutely. It was right. But it was the was it the newer one? Yeah, it wasn't the yeah. Michael Jackson version. Yeah, it was it, um Alien Ant Farm. You're yeah, welcome. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I couldn't it was gone from my That's brain. That's the one thing I know. If I know anything in this world, I know the name Alien Ant. This is the hill you're going to live and die on. Absolutely. That's my... (laughs) If I'm on Hard Quiz, who wrote... Who performed the new version of Ali, You Okay? That's my special area. Wow. I didn't know this about you. No, I don't know. This is a revelation. My rage era. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yep. Okay. Fair. Anyway, welcome. 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 
Did you not fold that washing? No, of course not. I just Is that why it. you were so swift out there? Yeah. I just, oh, my. I just fling it off the line into the... The basket's just there. I just fling it straight into the basket. Do you fold it as you get it off the line? <laughs> now, we've had the feedback that there's not enough conflict or contention, but I think here it is. It's my laundry chaos is the contention. Oh, boy. How do you think I end up with a big pile of it on the dining table? Obviously, I don't fold it till later. Okay. Some complaints have been filed <laughs> against us. <laughs> they have. There's been... That we should address. We need to address them because... So, I didn't know this, but some of our friends have got beef with us. They have beef. Yeah. Um, Not to be confused with back. One friend would like to thoroughly dispute the assertion that he was flinging clothes onto the line <laughs> with <Lily. laughs> He listened. <laughs> <laughs> what did he have to say for himself? So, okay. So, Leo is fuming. <laughs> this is slander. Defamation. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. You've done him dirty. So he thinks. I'm telling him. It's straight up facts. No cap. It's no lie. It's just what it is. Word. He's like... <laughs> What he said to me exactly was, Timmy, I will admit to having chaotic pegging, peg habits. <laughs> and I was like, say more, Leo. And he goes, but I fully dispute throwing my washing onto the washing line uh, like some kind of ape. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, there's no way I was that bad. And I was like, mate, when I lived with you, you flooded the entire house when you were mopping the floor. You really thought that the water would just disappear. Emily came home and went A over T. And her, fir- her first instinct when she was like up to her friggin' shoulders in water on the kitchen floor was to scream out, Leo! <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate to remind you of this. But there was also a trampoline incident with a brand new Corolla. Oh, yeah, he did that too, didn't yeah. he? <laughs> just just dragging ye oldie trampoline and springs. Do you know what? I should have brought this up, but I actually forgot. I've repressed it until just Straight now. Straight over your new paint, new car, brand new paint job. It actually had stuff in it. Little there were scratchy scratch. Okay, so what, what happened for the listeners? They want a conflict, they're getting it. <laughs> they're just getting not between us. Okay, so... Um, our friend Bryce is also a reporter that he doesn't believe there's enough conflict in our podcast. And I have assured him the reason that is so is because mine and Zoe's entire friendship is based on mm, like accepting and affirming each other's own biases. Absolutely. We are an echo chamber <laughs> for each other. I actually said... <laughs> My colleague sent me a message and it was like his wife just giving updates from Aldi. Just as she did the shopping. Oh, nice. And he was like, people ask me what being married is like. And then he just sends this screenshot. And I was like, are Tom and I married? And he was like, I'm, I really hate to break it to you, but I think you are. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> How am I going to tell Bron? Do you know Bron and I got married one time? <laughs> I actually think you and me are more bar- married than you and Bron. Oh, you and I are definitely more married than Bron and I. But <laughs> Bron and I are, like, are definitely more official. You've done the ceremony. Yeah. <laughs> We've not. We're de facto. Your rings. 
Uh, this is going to sound completely insane to anyone who isn't like doesn't know us, or maybe yeah. I don't know. Maybe it is insane to everybody. Yeah. Oh, I'm married to you and to Bron. You're having big life. Anyway, we're basically married, and part of being married is that we are going to affirm each other's biases. That is our entire role. And when we do reflect or challenge ourselves, it is literally me challenging me and you challenging yourself. We're not challenging each other. And then, but what I'm doing is actually affirming you challenging yourself. Yeah. I'm not directly challenging you. I don't think that that's my role. We're making a safe space for the self-reflection. And you know what happens? We come out strong and ready to fight anyone. Boy, do we. We are ready to tell anybody who will listen, you should not talk to people. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> um, sorry. Anyway. Back to this like There's conflict. There's not enough conflict. Yeah. So the, the, there was a conflict. Actually, do you know what? There wasn't a conflict about this, but I was really mad about it. Um, Go on. In this house with, uh, I'm going to use his name, Leo. I mean. Actually, I actually would like to plug Leo right now because I, I love and adore Leo. And he's actually, um, he's working on a really cool project right now. He's actually about to break work on a mini series. Amazing. Yeah. And he is also, uh, he was a finalist. Oh, gosh, I wish I could remember what it was. It's like the Australian Short Writing Festival yeah, or okay. something. Yeah. And so, so he's going to be published uh, by the end of the year and he's going to, like his work is in there. Amazing. So that's really great. Uh, he's, he's brilliant. Why do we know so many terrific people? I think it was the water. It was. It's the rainwater. Like these people, like we just went to high school with and. Yeah. Um, do you know what I, this is yeah. one of my theories, is that in these kinds of towns, you absolutely have to make your own fun and it makes you creative. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I was actually um, known as quite literally when I taught at one of one of the schools um, as someone who made my own joy. Oh, that's so true. I made my own fun because I'd be like, God, I cannot abide being boring. Yeah, no, or being bored. I cannot stand it. So I'm inventing any kind of fun. Yeah, you're doing it. And people are on board. They're like, Oh, this is crazy. This is (laughs) they join in. And I'm like. It's infectious. I can't stand the way you all just wander around doing like j- this job only. Rab, yeah, no, yuck, no. no. I'm there to do the job. For Let's sure. inject some fun. But into please it. do the fun as well, or I'm not coming anymore. Well, I'm here for the fun. That's what's getting me here, and I'm doing the job. But as we can a side make it note. out of nothing. Oh, we can invent fun. Yeah, absolutely. With nothing. That was the first thing that came to my mind, and I'm not going to tell the li- viewers what it is. Absolutely not. His name is Mark. No. And that's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but there was some conflict involving a trampoline mat and um, some weeds from the backyard and Leo dragging it over the front of my new Corolla. Brand new car. I and mean, the decision making that goes into that is minimal. I don't know what he... Because he can't picture in his aphantasia mind the impact of it. <laughs> he absolutely could have gone around. <laughs> there was room. Like, it's not like there was... It's this was like... a drama. I heard about this a lot. Oh, uh, I never got over it. Have you had it... any other further feedback or is that... Yeah, so we've had some feedback about audio. Oh, lols. Yeah, we oh, know. Yeah, we know about the audio. So what you will, if you've been following us for a little while, you'll know that um, the podcast uh, quality actually gets increasingly better the more you listen to us. As we learn, yes. As we learn. It's important, and I, I had to tell Leo this last night in a very noisy um, yes. sports bar. Yes. I, You and I don't know Anything, literally nothing about podcasts. N- no, I <laughs> and it's a running joke that I don't listen to them. The only one you listen to is ours. Yeah, so I've actually deviated recently 
And I've, I've tried. I'm putting my... I'm dabbing my toe in the water. Mm. And I've tried and I've found uh, the only sort of podcast that has grabbed my attention is one on the history of sex. Honestly, fascinating though. Uh, and so, but... It's an important part of the human condition. The woman can't pronounce the word masturbation. Oh, what does she say? She says it like master. And it turned me right off and I had to stop. Yeah, you're going to come across those icks in podcasts. Yeah, huge ick. Yeah. Like I listen to ours because I, I always listen to it after I put it up just to make sure I've not left anything I shouldn't leave in there. Because um, <laughs> one time that happened and I had to like pull oh it down and, and do a new it's one. Stressful. Um, it doesn't matter what it was. No, you obviously aren't allowed to know. Um, I don't think anyone noticed though. No, no But anyway. Um, Imagine. Imagine if they did. Secrets. Uh, so I listened to it for that purpose and then like, yes. and then it's out of my mind. Yeah. Um, but I like, I get icks just listening to ours. <laughs> I don't, I don't know how people listen to us, but anyway, <laughs> I think we've aptly described ourselves as just nonsense. Do you know what? And we're managing expectations once again. And I really, cause Bryce's gripe was, he's like, you guys just agree. You like, there's not enough conflict. And I was like, our role with each other is not to have conflict with each other. We actively avoid it. Um, But I just can't think of when it would happen. I just don't know what we're going to have conflict over. Yeah. Sorry. Um, Like we're going to need a third party to introduce the conflict. And this is what I said to him. But then they're going to be outnumbered. So I later found out that Bryce actually wanted to come on the podcast. That that was his in. And someone else told me and they're like, oh. He's jelly. And I was like, Bryce, obviously, ask, please mate. come on the podcast. I would love your obviously. input. And uh, then I thought. We will have to work out how the microphones work, but that's okay. I don't know. Like maybe Leo can come because he, he like had a lot of feedback about audio and wants <laughs> yeah. us to use audacity, even though we tried we it cannot. and we can't. I want to lay this out right now. With the setup that we have, we physically are not able to use Audacity. Audacity won't let us. We can't do it. It has the Audacity yeah. to say no. Like I've Googled it. I've watched videos. We, With our setup, we actually can't do it properly. It's literally just like, no, you it's, cannot. It's not possible. So, um, so we, anyway. Yeah. The yeah. important things to understand is we have no idea what we're doing. It's We've not... I've not put any research into how to do this. We have the loosest premise in the world. And the premise is basically... <laughs> Imagine you're out, you're flying the wall to us having brunch and catching up every yeah. few weeks. Often we are just having a snack and a drink while we do this. Yeah. And <laughs> we have things to report. Yeah. And just, as we go about our daily life, there's we just make notes of like, oh, we should talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. You've been better at the notes this time than I have. I was good at it last you time. You were really good at it last time. Um, too thorough. Do you have further notes for today? I do have further notes. Because um, I, I feel I don't want to take over. Oh, that's right. No, you don't need I don't want to be the bossy child. I, what I've decided is that sometimes one of us is in charge in an episode and you can hear who's in charge. That's fine. But we absolutely alternate. Okay, beautiful. So I don't mind. Because I only have left, like I'm running out. Um, I have to let you know how my feet off the floor has been going. I want to hear about that because I've written it down as well. I had, I have had a friend be Tinder swindled. I have a just a swindler story. Um, I'm also trying a new budgeting system, but I don't know if that's interesting. Oh, no. I want to report on that too because okay. Patrice is about to um, insist on budgets for me and Bron. Okay. I want to know more about that as well. Okay. Okay. So, where should we start? 
Um, I didn't write down any of the things I was saying just then. Are you going to remember all that? Uh, you want... <laughs> so, you wanted... You have a swindler story. I do. That responds to me. Yeah. And you want to talk about Patrice and yes. budgeting. Yes. Um, and feed off the floor reporting. You want to hear about that from me. I want to hear about that from you. That's um, all. Did I have anything else in that... Vein. What if I don't cut that out? <laughs> it's a quote from 10 Things I Hate About You. Oh, no, I hate it. Engorged. Uh, shout outs. And, oh, we have to do shout outs and apologies. Yeah. Do you have I, anyone to shout out? Do I have anyone to shout out? Um, I want to shout out. Oh, and Ash Green and Sam Pitt. You have to report on your sand pit. Yeah. I don't really. I should have shout outs and they've all escaped my brain. Okay. I think we should be clear that it's, we've had a gin and two margaritas. I've actually had three margaritas. Have you? Yeah. You've done so well. But it's not the whole thing. No. It's like, we've been sort of sharing that one. Like us in a bacon and egg roll. <laughs> we've actually just been discussing because it's quite late. And so it goes, do you need dinner? I said, I actually don't, and I don't want it to be forced on me. But you eat if you're hungry. And we've been talking about we're in this era of our lives where we are instinctively eating. Yes. Um, and we're not we're not being bullied into eating if we don't want to. We're not eating just because the clock says so or just because yeah. your grandma says so. Yeah. Or yeah. just because you want to be a good host. Yeah. No, not no. eating. So, okay. Well, I'll, I'll let you know how my feet off the floor has been going. I want to hear about that. That's a quick yeah. short segment. And we mentioned previously that... I was looking for ways to better relax in short bursts of time. Mm-hmm. And I decided what I needed to do. This is probably when Jess was like, does Zoe know she has OCD? What I needed to do was make rules around it. <laughs> and I did that and I've been doing that. So I've been pre-planning the feet off the floor time. It's been really good. I still need to a little bit get into the brain space of it where I'm, I need to be able to relax into it. So I, I think it's just habitual at this stage. So I'm sitting there, I'm feet off the floor. I've got my feet off the floor activity, whatever it is, movie, book, journaling, doesn't matter. Sometimes just lying there with a dog is perfect. Yeah, lovely. But it takes me a while to stop thinking about the things I could be doing. So uh, that's okay. just going to take a minute to get used to. So now it's a mental game, not yeah. just the physical game. Yeah, that's that's all it is really. But otherwise it's been working incredibly well for me. Okay. I've been doing it. I know it because you... Contact me when you do it. Yeah. It, <laughs> it does require the pre-planning. Um, and yeah, the mental thing is the thing I'll work on next. But you and I are both going to go uh, work on our mental switching offing yes. next weekend. We are. And I, oh, actually, I had a few things. We are going to do that because I, I have something before that. It's the click of the pen in the background of the audio for me. <laughs> it's giving. <laughs> it's giving year eight. It's one of those pens with all the different colors on it. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I love these pens. I hate those pens. Of course you do. Here I am with my pink felt tip art line. I might it's just too messy for me. Well, look at this. Look at this. It's too scratch. it's too messy. Look at this. I'm actually drawing circles on the page. It's too you know, we're gonna go to a sound healing workshop. And we mentioned this in one of the really first early episodes when you said to me you wanted to do the bath. Do you know it was the first episode? I said I wanted to do sound healing. Yeah. And we're finally doing it. We, yeah, we Next are. weekend. We're doing it next weekend. Um, you have to bring your own yoga mat, which I'm into. I'm into for cleanliness. Do you know I actually don't have one, though? So I'm going to have to find one. They'll, surely there'll be one at your school somewhere. I'll just go to... Someone you, will have a spare. Where do you get them from? Kmart. Oh, well, I can go there. That's they easy. all sold out in the first week of the pandemic, but they're back now. 
three years later. What a thing to sell out of. Yeah, because people were like, I have to work out at home. All the no, workout gear sold out. No one was working out at home. Across, no, but they had to buy it. So uh, they could. Right. I So get your own yoga mat. Cotton on, also sell them. Can you remind me to do that, please? Yeah. Schedule that in. To, I'll schedule myself to remind you. To, that would be great. Yep. I'm um, outsourcing this to you. <laughs> so we're going to go. We've chosen, I would say, a pricey one. Yeah. I, it, it's about double the cost of the one we found previously, but it's meant to be very good. It is renowned, actually, okay. I'm going to say. So I'm excited for that. None of the crew who were interested in going are able to attend due... <sighs> the wedding? The wedding. Rude. And subsequent wedding, like... Are they straights getting married? No. Ooh. There's gays getting married. Okay, forgiven. Yeah. Forgiven only because you haven't been allowed to for a while. Yeah. There's like a backlog. Yeah. Oh, definitely. <laughs> also, it's, you know, it's still, I'm saying still a recent development. It's a recent development and then there was COVID. So there's a, there's a double backlog. Honestly. Yeah. Um, so, okay. Forgiven. Yeah. Fine. I'm into that. Um, yeah. So I'm looking forward to the sound healing with you. Me too. I'm actually Yay. doing another sound related event the night before. Oh yeah, you are. With my mum. You're doing the candle, whatever. The candle concert. Candle concert. So this is a thing, um, and it absolutely was just like algorithms it just, just happened. throwing stuff I've at me. been advertised it as well. Yeah. So I've seen it for ages now. Yeah. And I thought, what is that? I'm going to look at that. And so there's, it gotcha. a f- there's a few different sort of shows. So what it is, is I think it's at the National Gallery. Yep. Okay. And um, it's in one of the halls. It might be in like, um, I'm not actually sure where it is. It's at, it's I saw at- one for Albert Hall. It, it's definitely at the gallery. Okay. Um, and so it's like thousands of candles and an Beautiful. orchestra, like a oh. symphony. And lovely. They play all sorts of things. So the one that I'm going to is actually a Hans Zimmer. Which you love. I love Hans Zimmer. I love Disney movies um, for three main reasons. Number one, the villains. Actually, this is where we get contentious. Yeah. Go on. You lo- you've always loved the villains. I love the villains. Since... Childhood. Since forever. You you identify, you love them. They're a vibe. I The only one I didn't like was Jafar because he was too scary. Too scary. From Aladdin. No, thanks. Cruella? Um, no, I'm into her. <sighs> She's such a vibe. Always into her. I loved Cruella, like seeing the movie with Emma Stone. I loved so... it. I Okay, because I don't like children's movies. Yeah. But what I actually tend to not like is animations. Yeah, fair enough. Rather than I don't like children's movies. You like Monsters, Inc. Yeah, because I was a child. Okay. That Monsters Inc. was accepted. I think Monsters Inc. was the first movie I saw. No, it wouldn't be. Yeah. No. That I have memory of. Yeah. I don't believe that. Yeah, I would have been like eight, six, seven. I don't know. Hey Siri, when did Monsters Inc. come out? She won't do it. Hey Siri. <laughs> when did Monsters Inc. come out? Oh, hey Siri. When did Monsters Inc. come out? Monsters, Inc. was released on the 2nd of November, 2001. Hmm. The Irish <laughs> What? His name's Colin. Or is it Colum? I don't know. Colum. Did you not know about my Irish Siri? No! Because <laughs> <laughs> everyone thinks it's funny that I've made my Siri a man. Mine's a man and also Irish. And I- Irish. Okay, excellent. I'm sorry. I've disturbed the dogs with my cackling. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so 2001. So I was like seven. Okay. Yeah. Reasonable. Oh, fine. 
the first movie I remember going to see was actually Madeline, but the live action one. Oh, I was, never saw that at the movie. It was actually really scary because yeah, the kids get kidnapped. It's really scary. Yeah. It's hectic. It's like... Something is not right. Something is quite wrong. And so we sing, sing this, this song. Anyway. Oh, we could have sung into that. Anyway, so three reasons I love Disney films. One, the villains. Yes. Two, uh, just... I don't know what he's doing. Um, two, the plots get me. Sorry. You like the story. I just love the story. That's why I like country music. It's yeah. the plots. It's the stories. Number three, the music from Hans Zimmer. You love it. I, I can't stop listening to it. All I'm about it. Always listening to it. So the event I'm going to is, um, it's like a symphony and it's like 11 Hans Zimmer songs oh. with like a full orchestra. It's going to be amazing. That'll be beautiful. Maybe it's not an orchestra. I'm actually not sure. I might need to I don't confirm know. that. Anyway, it's music live. It could just be like, String instruments. I'm not sure. Live music. Maybe there's a piano. I bet there's a piano. Oh, how could there not be? There has to be a piano. It's Hans Zimmer. Um, okay, exciting. Yeah, so I'm into that. So, Feed Off the Floor's been going well. Yeah. We've got a few things coming up. I only... This is just... There's no lead into this story. Okay. There's no gentle transition, but it's just something that happened to... Uh, I would say a friend of a friend. And we were... We were in a bridal party, so we socialized a little bit together. Mm-hmm. She has been dating as well. And so this comes into just basically fever dream nightmare stories of dating. <laughs> she has been real life Tinder swindled. Oh my. Now there's a documentary that came out called The Tinder Swindler. I've actually not seen it. I think you should. Okay. Because what is interesting, I mean, the documentary seems, it seems obvious to me that this is just a person who... Perhaps is the psychopathic version of us where they put a lot of energy into getting to know the other person. Yeah. Psychologically, they work out what that woman's, um, he works out what that woman's dream romance looks like. And then he just plays that role. Are we psychopaths? No. We've been over this. No. But I, you know, I think about it regularly. I know you do. Like once a week I panic. That you're a psychopath. Yeah. You're not. Okay. Um, we could do some brain imaging to confirm if you like. I I think I have too much empathy and that's what I keep telling myself. I just don't think you'd be worried about it if you were once a week worried about if you're a psychopath. I, I, I It concerns me. Um. Anyway, so they they work out what the other person's like needs, desires, their ideal kind of romance is and he just plays that character. And as he plays the character, he then starts to swindle them out of money by what he does is he appears to have a really lavish lifestyle. Classic. So he initially takes them on private jets. He takes them to expensive hotels overseas, uh, you know, takes them to VIP sections of clubs, whatever it might be. It's basically a pyramid scheme where when he's doing that with that woman, it's because he has swindled Swindled someone else out of money. Yeah. So then he builds the narrative that he's wealthy. He has all this money Mm -hmm. and he goes all of a sudden, oh, there's, you know, been a, Small glitch, financial problem. All my cards are frozen. I can't get a new one. Can I take out a credit card in your name? Like Anna in that show. Yeah. Yeah. And so he takes out the credit cards in the new women's name, racks up heaps of debt, maxes them out, uses that money to swindle the next woman by whining and dining her. Mm, Okay. And that's what he does. Uh, Get rents apartments in their names, all sorts of things. And they end up with the debt. And basically, even if it's fraud, the debt's yours. Wow, really? So these women are financially ruined. So that sounds... And the discourse around this was a lot of 
I'm going to call it victim blaming. So a lot of people being like, how could they be so dumb? That would never happen to me. Mm-hmm. All of these red flags or whatever. But I think the manipulation or the instinct of him making it as green flag as possible and yeah. playing the role as well, but also choosing his victims well. Oh, yeah. It means that, you know, it probably wouldn't. You, you might. It could be you. It could be you. And so this has happened to someone that I know, like literally exactly this, where they've been, this man's matched with them on Tinder. Mm-hmm. They've been dating this man. He's done nice things. So he's taken, she's a single mom. So he's taken her and the kids on nice week, long weekends away, rolled up in a really nice car to collect them each time, taken them to nice um, Airbnbs, doing all these lovely things. And then he's gone. All of a sudden, oh, something's happened with my finances like someone's, you know, something, something's gone awry. It's all a big mistake. I just need some money. And then got money. I'll pay you back in a week or whatever. And because they've given the impression of being wealthy mm. and successful, the trust is there that, sure, I have the cash. So he is taking hundreds, thousands of dollars from single mothers on income support who, take, who do care work type roles and using it to swindle the next woman and using it to swindle the next woman. And it is, this is where it gets weird. It is so known about that his friends, when this girl decided to do some research, his friends all know about it as well. And he just, for some reason, the police just can't get him. Right. So everyone knows, except the women on Tinder, that this guy is a swindler. His mom knew, his um, ex talked all about it. His friends, he'd swindled them out of money. They knew all about it. And they think he's done hundreds of thousands Whoa. At worth of swindling all up. Wow. And there's just like n- nothing's happening. And that's exactly what happened in the Tinder swindler. Everyone's just like, he just changes <clears throat> his name. He just goes to new places and frauds more people out of money and lives off it. Imagine. Oh, my goodness. So the, the car he was rolling up in mm. was stolen. Oh, wow. But he was just stealing it when he knew it was like a neighbor down the road or something. He was just stealing it when they were out of town. Literally just stealing it. So queuing up the weekends for when he knew they were away because he was volunteering to work their garden. Ah, okay. Um, And then, yeah, he was borrowing money from other women to take this woman out to then get her cash. I, what I'm curious about is, I mean, there's a lot to unpack there. Mm. But my first question is, the demographic of women being in sort of caring roles. Mm. Two reasons. One, mm. um, the instinct to jump in and save and support when something goes awry. Yep. Number two, I'm curious about why swindle them. Traditionally, caring roles are not always highly paid roles. I guess he only needs to get a little bit out of a lot of people. Okay, fair. You make it too high yep. and it's suspicious. Yeah. If you're doing sort of, oh, 500 and then I need another 500 the next fortnight and oh, they still haven't sorted it out, but you're doing that to 10 people, you're doing okay. Oh, yeah. You're doing fine. You're doing all right. And so, I mean, maybe maybe she just wasn't a great target. Okay. Because she has a nice house, but it's sort of subsidized in public housing. Like, who yep. knows? Yep. Maybe. Um, but in terms of target choice, on the documentary, the target choice was really varied. And because on the documentary, the fraud was just him taking out cards in their name, they didn't need to have to be super wealthy. 
Right. Okay. Because they don't actually have to have the cash up front. Yeah. Because it's a line of credit. Yeah. So he's just getting them to get more and more lines of credit and loans. Ooh. And so obviously part of this is on the bank where they the banks shouldn't be doing it. Shouldn't be giving out so much credit. Yeah. Well, that's a problem in itself, really. Um, but then some of, the, some of the women were wealthy as well. But I think the thing is, if you're going for true old money, they can kind of spot the fake. Oh, yeah, for sure. And it's can. not impressive. Yep. There's nothing impressive about being wined and dined if you can do that for yourself. So I think they do go lower and more vulnerable so mm. that it has the shiny kind of appeal about or it. new money. Yeah, new money. So that it has mm. that shiny, fun appeal. Um, but anyway, so it could, it could, and it does actually happen. Mm. And in, in our very own Canberra. Wildly, I think this was more Sydney-based. Okay, sure. But wildly... N- nothing is done about it? Yeah, I'm curious about the protections for people around this. There's none. Like, it's just, he just keeps doing it. Mm, that's very concerning. Like, it's too difficult a case or too scattered a case or something to pursue. I don't know. I don't know reasons why. But everyone everyone just factually knows he's a Tinder swindler. Maybe Tinder doesn't know and they should. Well, maybe they can just block him, but I guess he could just, just get a new get, phone number. He just number. does new accounts. He yeah. does new name, new accounts, new identity. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And because you can sign up with just a phone number yep. as well. You just need a new phone number. So, you know, prepaid. Yeah, Boom. exactly. Boom. Done. Anyone can sign up to prepaid. Just buy someone else's phone. I don't know. Anyone Steal can, a phone. Anyone can change their name. Yeah. It's actually just, it actually just factually is not hard. Uh, So you had a swindling related. I have a swindling not story. Not Tinder related. No, but. When you were telling me about the Tinder swindler, it reminded me of a time I was swindled. Oh, my God. And didn't know about it until the very end. Oh, my God. So, you were the you were the swindlee. I, w- I was the victim. I was the victim of a crime. Oh, my God. Please tell. I don't recall this. Do I know this story? I wonder. I'm not sure. I don't remember this. Okay, go on. Okay. So, it was years ago. Okay. And I was on my lunch break. And um, I had driven to the Dixon Wetlands. You know, like where Dixon College is. Were you a childcare worker at the time? Yeah, I worked yep, at preschool. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, and yeah, so I was on my lunch break and I'd driven to, yeah, the Dixon Wetlands. Mm, nice. So, um, and you can kind of like park under the mm. tree. And I just thought, because I used to go there all the time and I, yeah. and I would listen to a podcast. Lovely. I'd be like, Lovely I'm having break. my lunch. Yep. Like, I just want some peace and quiet. Beautiful. Um, R&R, P&Q. Yeah. So I'm having my lunch and it was a cold day. I remember it was winter and I'm like just sitting in the car, like listening to my whatever I was listening to. And this guy comes up to me and he taps on the window. And I was like, oh. Alarming. Okay. And so I put the window down, but I didn't, I didn't unlock the door. Okay. I'm not, I'm not. I got goosebumps just now. I'm not an idiot. Okay. (laughs) My spidey senses are like, whoop, hates it. Or so I thought. Okay. And he goes, um, what did he say to me? He's like something about, um, hey, I just, I'm trying to catch a bus. And I was like, oh, okay. Like to where? And he's like, I, I need to get to Sydney. And I was like, okay. Um, he's like, I just, I've been, I've been out of my house. My like wife kicked me out. And I was like, okay, sure. That sounds rough. rough. Yeah. Sounds terrible. Rough time. And I'm thinking it's cold out. Like, mm. I was like, where have, where have you been sleeping? And he's like, oh, just like, you know, wherever I can find really. And I was like, oh God, that's really, 
you know, it sounds like you're having a hard time. Aww. He's like, I'm trying to get to Sydney because my sister lives in Sydney. And I was like, okay. And he goes, and the bus was like $24. But like every time I asked the government, they're like, it's going to take all this time. And I was like, okay. I was like, I don't actually know that I have $24 on cash in me. But like my cup, my cup holders at the time, I was, it was in the days where yeah, we were still, you just using, had, we're still using coins. Yeah, for parking. So I had $19 in coins. Oh, my God. Like, and not goldies. Oh, my God. Right. I found out as I, like, gave it to him. Oh, my God. Um, and so, he's asking me, oh, you know, I was like, that sounds really terrible. Like, and he's like, yeah, you know, and I can't, like, my wife won't give me the money. And I just, I'm just going to go and stay with my sister in Sydney because it's warmer up there. Yes, and, you know, and whatever. And, and I yeah, was like, oh, man. I have a home. I was like, have you, I'm invested now. You're in. I can tell you're in now. And I'm like, okay, so... You know, because I'm somebody who wants to help. Yeah. I can't help it. And I go, okay, so have you reached out to like any emergency accommodation services? I've got a friend who's a social worker. Like, Oh my you God, know, you're in, in. Like I'm in, like I'm like offering assistance. Okay. Um, I was like, I can call for you if you like. Like um, I can set it, set something up so they can find you some emergency accommodation. Like it just, it sounds like a rough time for you. So if you want, like I'm happy to sort that out. I've got their phone number. Mike, you're so much more generous than me. So I'm like, I'm on the phone to Bernardo's. Holy moly. <laughs> You're not. He's accepted. I am. What? No, he's getting increasingly more annoyed. Oh my God. Cause you're following through. But I didn't notice that at the time. <gasps> you thought he was cold. And I just thought he was like, cold. embarrassed and, I'm, and, and I'm, cold. Yeah. And like, oh, you know, who's this like 19 year old, like, making a phone call on my behalf to help me out or whatever. Oh, my God. And so I'm on the blower. How, just not that it matters, but how is he dressed? He's wearing like um, like a sports hoodie or something yeah, and okay. like track just pants. And, not Nothing notable. Yeah. He's probably like 40-ish with yeah. a beard and yeah. um, kind of like heavier set guy. Yeah. And anyway, so I'm like jumping into the support role. I'm like, sure, emergency response plan. Yeah. Let me help. On the blower. I'm on the blower. I've got contacts. Let's make things happen. Let's do something. Let's find you a bed. I can help you. I can help. He's getting increasingly annoyed. Oh, Oh, okay. And he's just like really insistent. And like, and I've, I've given him the $19 of coins I've got. Like he's already got it. But he's accepting the phone. He's He's following through. Yeah. yeah. I think he's wondering how much more he can like swindle out of me. Oh my God. (laughs) So dumb. (laughs) Okay. I'm not finished. Okay. When he decides he's had enough of me interfering. Yeah. You are not going to believe this is, this really happened. <laughs> okay. And he's had enough of me talking and he's like breaking off. Cause I, I'm like committed now. Yeah. He pulls out of his pocket. You know, like when you have a hoodie, you put your hands in, there's like a pocket yes. thing and you can. A pouch. Pouch. Yeah. I'm going to give you two guesses at what's in the pouch. Drugs. No. A muesli bar. No. (laughs) Full-sized, large, live rat. What? (laughs) 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 This man is just... (laughs) And I'm so alarmed by it because he's got it in the car window. I'm like, okay, bye. Can you get a bed for scabbers as well? So he's down on his like, but he's got his pet rat. He's got his pet rat. Sorry, I missed a step. The wife kicked me and the pet rat out of the house. 
Oh my god! So I was swindled by the rat man, and I immediately drove back to work to tell everybody about it. I was like, "Guys, I've just been swindled by a man with a rat," and they're like, "I'm sorry, what?" I'm like, "Amanda, sit down. Let me tell you about it." <laughs> and so the whole staff room is captivated by me being a fucking idiot, like trying to like find this guy a bed, giving him coins to catch a bus to Sydney to see his fake sister, which is all, obviously all lies, and. When he's had enough of me trying to just be a good Samaritan, he whips out a, a rat. To get you to go away. Yeah. <laughs> what a deterrent. Surprise. Surprise. And I was like, oh my God. And he had it like inside the window of the car. And no. I was like, no, I can't take this. No. This is a real, this really no. happened. True. Do you remember? I swear on my life that this <laughs> happened. Because I came to school once and I came to school on a Monday and I told you a story from over the weekend when my dad had had to deter some um, Irish gypsies in white vans trying to flog dodgy generators. I remember that exact phrase, but I can't remember anything else. (laughs) You loved that phrase so much. It became my like MSN handle. Dodgy generators, yeah, yeah. Irish gypsies in white vans trying to flog dodgy generators. Yeah, I remember. Now, I understand nowadays we don't use the phrase gypsies. We use travellers now. Um, But they they roll... I remember this. So, they rolled up at the house on a Sunday in their <laughs> white vans, like Hertz rentals with no kind of signage or whatever on them. Suspicious. There's two vans. Yeah. Like 15 Irishmen jump out. <laughs> yeah, because they also, like, are clowns. There's... A decently long path between the house and sort of the, the edge of the home paddock, as we would call it. Oh, like, at the farm? Yeah, at yeah, the yeah. farm. Dad and his dog, Ben. Ben is a big He's oafing, a big boy. He's a big oafing giant dog, but he is, he's a he's got a low IQ, but he's emotionally intelligent. He can tell if someone means harm. Yeah. So, dad and Ben <clears throat> are standing. Ben's got a big wolf on him too. Yeah. When people arrive, he's like, woof, 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 woof. But then he's a big softy. Once they're there, he just wants pats. He's not doing anyone harm. He's like Duke. Yeah. He's a big softie. Never seen him get aggressive. My dad and his dog are standing. I don't know why I'm miming this because people can't see it. But my dad and his dog are standing at the gates as these 15 Irishmen in white vans get out. And they basically are like, oh, we're selling these generators. Um, You know, they retail for this and we're selling them for this. You can use them for, you know, pumping your water from the dam, for doing this, for doing that, for firefighting. And um, they've got, like, labels on them that are just literally, like, hand-drawn the word Honda. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) Anyway, before they even get to that, my dad is just, he's, like, not having it. But he wants to gather information to report to the police. So he's letting them, he's having... I reckon your dad invented report back. (laughs) (laughs) He's having them on. Because the more they speak, the more they might reveal that he can use I love it. Oh, Ian. God. Amazing. Anyway, eventually he's like, no, sorry, we're not in the market for a generator. And they're really annoyed and they take <laughs> off. And he calls the police and he reports it. And they're like, oh, that's so weird. We haven't had any reports of them going, you know, any other people have reported this. And dad says to me, I, I knew as soon as they got out of the cars that they were no good because Ben, who never, ever, ever growled or was aggressive, put his hackles up, mm. teeth up on display, full growl. Yeah. And I said to dad, do you think Ben knew they were no good? Or did Ben know you knew before you did? Ah. And I, we, we differed on this, but I think the dog sometimes just knows before we know. 
that they, they know what we know, but we haven't realized yeah, we know it yet. They're responding to us. Yeah, I see. And then on the Monday at the pub in the afternoon, I've yeah. reported this to you and I have a habit of going in with the punchline of the story. So I'm just straight in. You're like, how's your weekend? And I'm like, well, my dad had to fight off some Irish gypsies in white vans trying to flog dodgy it's generators. It's my favorite trait about you because sometimes <laughs> I struggle to pay attention and I like that you've already told me how the story ends so I can... You know where we're going. I know where we're going now. And you thought that was so funny and other people around thought that was so funny. But then I found out in the afternoon, loads of people had bought these generators and they'd carked out like nearly immediately and yeah, they were all, dodgy they were all stolen. Travelers. Yeah, they were all absolutely <laughs> stolen. They weren't Hondas at all. Clearly. Anyway, so that that was just, that was my only other experience with proper swindling. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I've been swindled. I, the Rat Man. The the yeah, I was swindled by a man with a rat. <laughs> and but your dad would not have been swindled. He would not have been swindled. But you also wouldn't have been swindled. He would have been getting information from the Rat Man. Yeah, your dad wouldn't have been doing what I was doing, which I was like jumping in to help. Your dad would have been collecting knowledge about Rat Man. Unless Rat Man genuinely needed help, in which case he'd be. Well, I still don't know if he was genuine or not. No, we don't know. I will never know. The that. story wasn't. Oh my! There was no sister. Things weren't adding up. There, they, they were. They were not. No. No. Certainly not, sir. Uh, my final thing that I have to report on. I don't know where you're at. I've got two things to report on. One of mine is the budgeting one. Oh well, I've got a budgeting adjacent. Okay. And then two more things that are very quick. Okay. <laughs> well, maybe I'll do my budget one. I just wanted to say I am embracing anti barefoot inventor, barefoot mm. investor culture. Oh, Patrice is not going to be happy. I know. Okay, this is unpopular. Okay, say more things. When I was dabbling in podcasts, yep. uh, there were, you know, the two topics that interested me. One we've mentioned. The other was finances. Thought I should learn about finances. Okay, mm-hmm. because I have a few savings goals at the moment, but one of them is that my fixed interest loan is going to end in December and I want enough cash to reduce my loan when my interest rate has to go up. Yeah. So I want to save a bundle of cash basically. And I had been previously, the barefoot investor just took hold of a generation, probably two generations, the mums of the millennials and the millennials. Oh yeah. It's, it took hold them up. like, like a bramble in a creek. Like I just cannot, the, the grip the barefoot investor had on this country. Oh, it is a, it's a willow in your pipes. It was invasive. Mm. That is a noxious weed and the council are out there to see how you're managing it. Yeah. Oh, I don't mate. know why people aren't talking about this enough. Anyway. They're not spraying it with purple s- stuff either. So, do you know my dog used to always have little purple feet where her white socks were from when dad was spraying? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so the barefoot investor advice is basically the one where you have like 1,500 accounts and they all have a different purpose yep. and you split your money as soon as you get paid into those accounts and you have like your everyday spendings, your sort of routine bills, your big bills, your holiday, your emergency money, your big savings. And your splash account. Yeah, yeah. I'm familiar. Yes. That's the method. I have happened upon this podcast and this woman has, I will have to find it so we can like make some show notes and credit it. Okay. I'll sure. have to find the episode. And she basically rejects Barefoot Investor method. <laughs> and she says, if it's not working for you, there's could be a few reasons why. Okay. One of the things it can do if you are living effectively paycheck to paycheck, which we are, we're like, you're waiting every week for payday. Oh, I suppose. Yeah. Like we're paying all the things we have to pay. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
it goes into our accounts. We're paying all the things we have to pay, but we still get to the end of the fortnight where we're like, oh, can't wait for payday. Like, yeah, because our like the money we're allowed to spend has now been exhausted. It's gone. There's like, so we've we've put our stuff away. We've paid what we need to pay. We've also put our stuff into savings, and now we've got no more fun money. But it's still getting increasingly tight. Yeah, and harder to save from. Definitely. She says one of, the, lives. one of the things that can happen with these fifteen accounts is you can have leakage across them that it's hard to keep a track of. Okay. So I realized recently I've been paying for Stan twice for four years. No. Yes. <laughs> so I realized this by looking at my leakage. Mm-hmm. I don't have 15 accounts. I have, um, I must have five. I have three. So I have the mortgage one. Mm-hmm. Oh, well then I've got four. So I have the, the negative one, which is yep. the loan. Yep. I have my offset which is my savings. Yep. Um, and then I have I have an everyday spending account that I don't really spend money on. Mm-hmm. It just sits there. And then I have two kind of ones that the pay goes into that is like bills and stuff that the direct debits come out of. Yep. And the spendings. So I've got four. So I have a savings account. Uh, and then I've got my everyday one that my like pay goes in. Mm-hmm. Um. I've got my mortgage. Yeah. And then I've got my bills account. Yeah. So when I get paid, a great big bunch of it goes, goes straight to my bills account. Yeah. And all of my bills come out of it. So that's barefoot style. Yeah. So in the same vein. And then my, I think my mortgage comes out of my account where I get paid in because it comes out the following day. Yeah. And then, and then I just decide I look at what is coming up, like incidental expenses coming up, yep. and I decide what I can put in savings this week. Okay. So she says the other thing that can happen if it's not leakage from out, just sort of losing mm. track of where things go, is dipping between. So people can get mm. in the habit of if there's not enough of a margin on them, yeah, going, oh, like, you know, I, I will have to buy tickets for sound healing. It's not in my spendings for this week, but I don't have any bills, so I'm going to dip into the bills one. Ah, uh, okay. And yeah. pull the money out. Oh, I'm guilty of that sometimes. So I do that quite a bit. Yeah. Um, and then she said the final thing that can happen is that it can make you feel like things are tighter than they are. And it can cognitively feel like you are stressed about having no money because it looks like across the accounts or in your spendings one, it looks like you don't have money. Yeah. So yeah. It, it can make you stressed about those bank balances running low because you have five of them to keep track of and run low or whatever. When actually we are doing... Yeah. Like, we're doing fine. We're fine. We're fine. We need a pay rise and I'll we're, strike for it. I will strike for it. Um, Cozy lives. Yeah. Cost of living crisis. Sorry. Definitely. Yeah. Meet inflation for us, please. Yeah. Minimum. Minimum. Um, anyway. Like, uh, But other than that, like, we're actually doing fine. Like, it's okay. Yeah. Compared to other professionals with the same qualifications, we're not. But that's yeah. a wage gap issue, patriarchy. So, mm. anyway. Um, so, she said there can be that feeling of stress having those run low or having to dip across them to meet your needs. Okay. So she recommends people try an alternative if the barefoot's not working for them. I'm very interested. And I have a feeling as soon as she said this, I was like, oh, I think this is going to work for me. Okay. So I'm going to try it. I've sat down and I've done the leakage bit and I've looked at like what I can clean up and things like that. But she says, basically reduce the number of accounts. Mm -hmm. So she wants you to basically operate out of two accounts. That's where I'm getting to. Okay. I'm making that happen very soon. Yeah. Okay. So she I'm wants into this. she wants you to have 
and you can kind of set your two accounts up however you want. Mm -hmm. Um, But I would have three if you include the mortgage. That doesn't count. The negative one. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. Um, And so she wants to work out what your allowance out of your salary would be to cover all of those bills and sort of regular things that come out weekly that are predictable or come out fortnightly or whatever. Monthly. Uh, Yeah. I do that. Yes. And then have the savings one. Mm Mm-hmm. And like, sure, you can use that savings one occasionally to pay a big bill that was unexpected or whatever, but mm-hmm. it's just savings. But the other one is just an allowance. So you just have savings in your allowance. So you get paid into your allowance account, yeah, but your bills you, come out of it and your allowance. Everything comes out of it. Okay. Your fund money, everything is in there. Absolutely everything is in there. And everything is coming out of that one account. Um, and she says you have to be... You, you initially give yourself a small margin. So you, you basically do... A month of bare minimum okay. spendings so that you build up or you build a float in that account. Yes. And then if you do the maths right, you will spend more on some things and you build a margin in. You'll spend more on some things and less on some things over each fortnight. Mm-hmm. That account should build to the point where you're no longer leaving. You're no longer living paycheck to paycheck. But when the surprise bill comes, the money is in the spendings account for it. So that's what I'm trying to do with my other one. Yeah. So it's... You, you still have a budget. Yeah. You still know in your head, I spend this much on groceries and I spend this much on that. And if I've overspent, it has to come out of here. You still know that in your head, mm-hmm. but it's, and because I don't need things to be visual, but it's not looking like you're running out of money all the time. So the reason that that will not work for me yeah. is because um, I have like the blindness about yes. what's coming. Yeah. And I can't, you are really good at remembering like sort of like you'd be able to recall like all of your things that are coming. Yeah. I know which bills are coming when I cannot do that. Yeah. So my next meter read for my water is on the 15th of May. I'm incapable of doing it. (laughs) So what I do instead is so money goes in savings, money goes to the mortgage, giant chunk of money goes to my like bills account, my teacher's account. Oh yeah. It doesn't matter. Anyway. Um, But in that is also, extra money yep. for future bills. So like I'm also like out of that money, I'm taking out, I'm putting $40 a week in for my electricity, $30 yeah, a week Yeah, yeah. So gas. I'm doing all that too. Yeah. Um, I'm also putting my rego, my, like all of that stuff goes in there because, but I've worked out exactly how much that costs. Mm-hmm. And so all of those things come out over the month mm-hmm. and everything that's left, I get to spend if I want. Okay. So I guess the difference is, I, I have to have the two different yeah, accounts. The difference is I'm I'm eliminating the different accounts. Yeah. I have to have them because otherwise I'll forget about the things and I'll spend my money and then it'll be like, ooh. You. So I think this relies on an, an, a little bit of initial anxiety about yeah. I actually can't spend that money because it might come out. Maybe it's hacking the anxiety. Yeah. Okay. It, and then after a while the anxiety goes because, because you're also not cognitively going, oh, everything that's left, I can treat myself. Because it's like, it's $150 at the end of the pay week or whatever. Oh, that might... Actually, maybe I should try this. I don't know. I don't I don't feel like it's... I think you're a barefoot investor person. I, I'm i not very good at doing all the things. <laughs> um, but I, I, I... I need to have fewer buckets, but I think I really have to have the bills bucket and the fun bucket. Mm. I have to have them different. Like, no. I don't do all the buckets like it, like some people do. So, I'm going to try and amalgamate. I'm going to try and have... I'm going to try and have two savings. 
Which you said you can do. Yeah, that's smart. But there's really only one spendings. And the bills and everything come out of there. The bills come out of the spendings. Yeah. Everything comes out of the spendings allowance. Maybe I should try this. So you work your allowance out based on um, you kind of you're meant to look at the last year, but you can look at the last the last year gives you the best picture because it has okay. the once a year costs. Yeah. Um, and then you divide those up and work it out or whatever, mm-hmm. and then you basically work your allowance out based on that, and then you add a margin of five percent or whatever to it. Okay. And when your float gets up to a certain point. That's when you move money into savings out of it. Right. And then you start the float again. Then you start the float again. So you're still putting money into savings. Mm, Okay. You're not ever touching the savings. You don't dip into your savings to pay a bill. It has to come out of the spendings. Maybe I make my bills account, my other savings account. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that. Do that. Try that. Make it your float. Okay. The other reason this is so difficult is it takes an entire day to go through and change all of your like. Oh, absolutely. That's a whole day worth of admin. It's a whole day. And the only reason I'm thinking of doing this Mm. is because I recently got new cards and they'll have to be changed anyway. Because they're all coming up with the message that's like, your card's expired. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm thinking to myself about where I put it. Da, 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 da. So... I'm going to embrace this anti-barefoot investor method that sounds counterintuitive to most of what people have learned about budgeting over the last, I'm going to say, eight years. Yeah. Where you don't need five different accounts. You don't need 15 different accounts. And where for me, I think this might work. How long do you think you'll need to trial it before you can report back to me? Um, Because I'll have to do the like the kind of minimum spend a couple of months to build the float up. Okay. so it's And because months. I might have to buy a brand new car. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My yeah. car might get written off. Oh, great. Um, I think I really need six months to see if it makes a difference. Okay. All right. I'm going to continue what but I'm But I can doing. tell you how it feels. Oh, okay. As I do it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. interested in that. Like if you feel like it's going better, mm. then yeah. Okay. I'm into that. Mm. Because Patrice has insisted that we redo our budgets. Um because she really wants to just like travel and have fun. And she's like, guys, nah, no she, more of this. What? She wants you putting money away to travel and have fun yeah, with yeah. her. She wants Bron and I like. Instead sl- of doing the things that you currently do. I think she wants us to be more mindful about how we do it. So she's, ab- she's, it, you and I are really good at this anyway, yeah. but Patrice is absolutely in enforcing uh, no shouting anyone policy ever. Oh God. I didn't know we were doing that. <laughs> people doing that <laughs> so i think because we're just like oh you know like if you're going up oh you you get mine well, you're yeah, like yeah, whatever yeah, yeah, like okay. we're really relaxed yeah, about it yeah um but part of being really mindful is every time you purchase something out like outside of your home you know every time you go for a coffee every yeah. time you have brunch every time you do anything like that you need to be the one to part with the money Okay, that's Not fine. Not letting someone else do it. And I was like, yep, I can agree with that. That's the fine. The thing, you and I do, but I think we manage this well. We always just split straight down the middle. Yeah. We're not sitting there being like, well, you had a hash brown on the side. That's my preference. It's a like straight split. But we know that going in when we order. So I think we order well. Oh. You probably are more aware of it than I am. I think we order quite evenly. I think I think often our breakfast or our brunch or whatever meal we're mm. getting, I think it has to match our sort of energy. Yeah. And so usually we energy match as well. We usually energy match. So normally we're ordering similar amounts of things. Yeah, definitely. Or we're just ordering one bacon egg roll and cutting it in half. And then there's been the occasional... <laughs> the other thing that we'll do is like I buy the tickets, you buy the meal beforehand. 
Yes. We'll do that for logistics. Or if um, you're saying, let's do this thing. And I say, can you please do the admin of that right, right now? now? Do it now and tell me exactly what it costs. And I will transfer, transfer you right now. Immediately. Yeah. Because I... I'm, you know, I'm not saying I'm busier than anyone else. I'm yeah. just saying I will not have the brain space to do that. If you're doing it, can you please do it and tell me what it costs? I have friends that shout me and this initially was like a little bit awkward where they'd be like, oh, my shout, my turn, my shout. And I'm mm. like, it's definitely my turn. Yeah. And I just realized like they're being paid significantly more than me and it makes far less difference to them than it does to me. So I'm just accepting it. I think that's fine. Like I can give love in other ways. Yeah, totally. Yeah. We are public school okay, teachers. Okay, so what else does Patrice want you to do? Uh, so she wants us to do that. Um, what else? She wants us to um, be putting a sort of... A certain s- amount. A certain amount away for a f- like a fun fund. Lovely. I think that's nice anyway. Yeah, but like like a significant fund. Like, you know, like, oh, we're c- catching a plane and going somewhere. Oh, oh, you, holiday fund. Like holiday fund. Holiday fund. I'm just in a like, let's manage my debt fund <laughs> kind of savings <laughs> mode. <laughs> I'm like, oh. You got to build a house at some point too. I have to build a house. It costs so much money. Two years ago, it would have been fine. Yeah, no. The cost of building. Yeah. Ooh. Also just like the interest rate. Yep. My interest, you get ready. Oh, I know. My interest rate tripled. Oh my God. Yeah. Mm. That's nice. That's so nice. Yeah. That's really nice. Every yeah. fortnight. Part of what I want to do is live as though my interest rate's gone up. That's an, that's going to be important. Um, Before it happens. Yeah. That's a basically. Good and you could work out what that is. Like I have. It, I've worked out, like I've worked out that I'll be fine. Yeah. But there are things, you know, that I'll, I'm not, am I using three subscription services anymore? Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. I had one more thing I wanted to report on. Did you? I've got one little side note. One side note. So Leo and Bryce. The problem with us is one side note's never just one side note. It's never one. Go on. I've got two things. I've got Leo and Bryce and Sandpit. Oh, you have to tell me about the Sandpit. Sandpit. So Leo and Bryce would like... Oh my God, they found a goat horn. Oh boy. (laughs) Um, Leo and Bryce have suggested because a few people from our sort of class now are either actively producing podcasts or actively planning to produce podcasts. Oh, are they? Yeah. Copycats. Well, we'll see. And what Leo and Bryce have proposed is that they too make a podcast, but their podcast is solely on the premise that they're reviewing everybody else's podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm so into how meta that is. Uh, I love it. That is the most Leo Bryce thing I've ever heard. (laughs) I love it. I'm down. Um, Because occasionally on here, I review my favorite YouTuber who reviews things. Yes. And I'm like, this is getting too big. It's too meta. Yeah, it is meta. But I live for it. Yeah. Um, So I've I've given a lot of shout outs to um, Bryce and Leo. I've also got to give a shout out to to Marco, who's back from Indonesia. um, He lives there with his wife now. Uh, And Nicola would love a shout out. She requested it. Um, And I have to tell you about what she told me. Okay. She told me that she had almost no interactions with you at school. No, nearly. Well, I don't think we were in any classes together. So this is what she said. And this blew my mind. We didn't go on the same bus. Like I interacted with Tamara and sort of Nicola adjacent, but yep. I think we literally weren't in any classes together. And so she told me the only interaction she ever remembers having with you. Oh God. Be- because I talk about you all the time. Yeah. And so like, I'm, and because we all I'm went like to school, figment. I just, I'm like, oh yeah. Like everyone just knew everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. 
And, you know, in a class, in a group of like literally 41 kids in year seven, yeah. there's, there's not a lot of room to move. No. I mean, like in terms of like social circles, circles, no. like everyone's just everywhere. Should I be nervous about this? I loved it. Okay. So I found out about this. And as Nicola was saying this, Tamara like overhears the end of it and goes, are you talking about your interaction with Zoe? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and we were in a busy Afghan restaurant. Okay. Anyway, so this is how it goes. For whatever reason, you're all doing PE together in the gymnasium. Oh, because they used to separate the girls and boys. Right. So archaic, archaic, draconian. Mm. I had lots of thoughts on PE, but go on. Can you put it down for the next podcast? Thoughts on PE. Because there's some things from PE from high school that we cannot talk about. Um, Are there? For obvious reasons. Oh, I I can't think of any. (laughs) Okay. I'm an open book. You do what you like. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to deny a few things. Okay. Um, Plausible deniability. Yeah, exactly. There are a few PE teachers. We don't know which one we're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> anyway, so the interaction she recalls is being in the gymnasium with you. You were bouncing like a basketball and oh my God. shooting some hoops. Lord. Right? <laughs> I'm actually going to change that. Attempting to shoot hoops. Fake news. <laughs> <laughs> Attempting hoops. You were, okay. on, you were completely on your own, compl- entirely separate from the rest of the group. Lovely. Probably she, very happy. She goes over to you. Lord. And says, oh, do you want to... Do you want to like play together? Like, do you want to like do it, do this together, and like we can share the ball and shoot hoops or whatever? Oh no! Oh no! You look at Tamara confirmed this. She's like, oh, this happened. You look her dead in the eye, dropped the ball as it's rolling away. You just walked away. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, she was probably having a really introspective thought, and you interrupted it. I'll give you the context. I do you know I was not at all surprised about that. <laughs> I I'll give you the context next podcast, but I the explanation for that would be like I can still physically remember in almost what is like a trauma response how unsafe and uncomfortable I felt during PE. Ah, uh, okay. And how much I would have just been like counting the seconds to get out of there. And sh- you know how you were like talking about flipping your lid. Yep. Should I have actually interacted with anyone? It would have been mean. I see. That was me just like, it's not their fault. Can't be mean to them. I haven't got anything nice to say. Don't say anything at all. And just like walking away. Well, there you go, Nicola. There is your answer. Yeah, but. This has been on her mind for 15 years. If you want to know where the fault lies. It's with P as a construct. Oh, yeah. The whole thing was a a real farce. I I became a conscientious objector to P not long after that. I became a conscientious a conscientious objector in year 10 when I had a fight with a PE teacher mm. and because um, I was defending the honor of a fellow student, mm. um, Shay, mm. obviously, and who I don't know if she needed defending, but I just felt really like compelled. Yep. And big fight with the PE teacher. And I wrote it up like a, I don't know, like a screenplay. Yep. And I did not have to apologize. Nope. But, to the same PE teacher several years earlier, I did have to write a letter of apology and Mr. Henman looked at it and was like, oh, you're a very good writer. So I think that'll do. Because <laughs> I was objecting to something. Okay. I, yeah, I just became a conscientious objector to PE. I wouldn't do it. I sat on the sidelines, yeah. refused. Um, 
And you and Nicola should have been like BFFs over that because she used to have the note for chewing chewing gum because remember she had her like jaw broken and reconstructed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, God, that was so intense. Yeah. So I just was like, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing what you tell me to do just because you tell me to do it. I'm not going to be disruptive, but I will sit on the sidelines and do nothing. Mm, I like um, it. And the PE teacher was like, you'll fail PE. And they, the PE teacher went up to my dad because he worked as a casual teacher at the school sometimes. Yeah, yeah, I remember. And he had a rule that was like with the other staff, um, you know, don't talk to me about Zoe mm. as a parent while I'm at work. Yep. Which was a pretty easy rule for people to follow. It's very reasonable. Basically. Like if you want to, if it's a fun anecdote, that's fine. But if you want to raise something that you would raise as a parent to a parent. You do it after school. Yeah. In the, do it right. in the normal channels. Correct. Um, and anyway, so she went up to him and she was like, Zoe's going to fail PE. This is year eight. PE. Yeah. And he's like, he didn't quite say tell someone who cares. But he said, that's okay. I only care about how she does in the real subjects. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, that's nice. So maybe we should leave it there. <laughs> we should leave it there. <laughs> no offense I- to the PE teachers. No offense. There was context. Um, I'm just going to say the sandpit's been going well. So if you follow the Instagram, uh, you would have seen that Zoe and I had an impromptu trip to Bunnings. Uh, where I per- That was lovely. It was very nice. I purchased 80 kilograms of sand. Sorry, we do need to mention the woman at Bunnings who was like, we were in the paint section and oh, we were looking at the paint swatches. She's fab. And you and I are both looking at paint swatches. She's looking at paint swatches and she says to us, while Vanessa Thousand Miles is playing in the background that oh, I yeah, can't Vanessa, hear, but, Vanessa Carlton's but on. you can. I've like tuned my ear to it. You I've can't not hear it, it above the ambient noise. No. I can't make sense of it. Um, this woman turns to us and she's like, oh, don't mind me over here. What did she say? Okay, so what what was happening was I was collecting one Every of, single color. I was collecting one of every color. That is not an exaggeration. <laughs> Literally every single color. I am making a display at preschool. Of the whole Julux wall. <laughs> I'm looking at about four different shades of green for actual painting. So Zoe's looking at the green and deciding what color she's going to paint one of her exterior doors. Yeah. Uh, Cause she kind of, she's not color matching, but she is color complementing. Yes. And so I'm like internally in my mind conjuring the outside of your house to like, remember what colors you need to match it with. Yeah. And that's what we're talking about. We're talking about the greens and stuff. And I went, Oh, you know, and this goes with that and that doesn't go with this. And then I think I was talking about, um, because I interacted with another family because somebody had said, oh, you know, how do people choose white? I don't know how people choose white. And I said, I looked at them dead in the eyes and I said, Shane Blaze Vaughan would have gone for a crisp white in 2018, but that could have changed. <laughs> okay. The other thing I have to say is you then looked at the whites, you showed them to me and you said, are these any different? I really couldn't tell. And they looked starkly different to me i couldn't tell the difference i could see a lot of difference but what i will point out is that like in in the house i can tell yeah okay when it, yeah, yeah, when yeah. it's when on they're a, next to each other when it's on a surface yeah. and there's lighting and stuff yeah. i can tell the difference yeah. but the actual swatches you couldn't see i Not couldn't see the only difference to me was the names on them wild but i couldn't hear the music you couldn't hear the music and i couldn't see the paint swatches yeah and then that lady was talking and she was and what did she say 
I can't remember how we engaged with her, but I'm like collecting she all the things. She literally turned to us and she was like, don't mind me over here with no idea what I'm doing or something like that. Yeah. And then I said, oh, well, what's going on? And, she, and then she goes. <laughs> and you were like, I will mind. I, yeah. But so in, an, in a lovely way. <laughs> and she holds up two paint swatches. Yep. And tells me that, you know, she's getting the bathroom redone. And what, what color should I paint the floor? What color should I do the floor? And I was like, okay. Tell me about the bathroom. Yeah, important. I was like, okay, so what color are the walls? Yeah. How big are the tiles? All the, you know, all of the important all questions. All the frou And she is thoroughly enjoying the engagement. She's loving it. She's having the best time. I'm hating it. You <laughs> are detesting it. Um, but you're still like orbit. You're still in my orbit. You're like a satellite. Like, yeah. what's going on I over can't here? Be like, she has addressed both of us. <laughs> You've just taken charge, which I'm thrilled about. I've decided we're having a chat now. Yeah, you've decided. You're um, making a friend. I have, like, I'm I'm being your mum. Yeah. I'm being Serena having a chat in Bunnings. And, or my mum having a chat in Bunnings. <laughs> a very quick side note is that my first crush had a job in Bunnings. Ooh. And so I used to have to try and find any and all reasons to go to Bunnings after netball on a Saturday. Oh, that's, that's good. I like that. Anyway, so she is saying, you know, like, what color should I paint my floor? And she holds these ones up. And I said, where is the house? And she goes, you know, it's here. It's in camera. I said, it's not down the coast. And she went, no, why? And I said, because that one is very obviously for the coast. That one's for a beach house. That one's for the beach. Yeah. And she's like, you're right. You're so you're right. You're so right. You helped her a lot. I did. And she and she left with a paint swatch and she went and got it. She, she got what she needed. And they're kind of greeny colors. Decision made. Absolutely. Um, another thing I will say about Bunnings, which mm. is in the same sort of vein as what we talked about in a previous podcast around um, COVID potentially making the world more inclusive um, in the sense that the Multiculti Festival in Canberra has a, has a new sp- spread out layout. There's opportunities for quiet spaces for people to withdraw and like, you know, actually enjoy their time there. Mm. What I discovered when I arrived at Bunnings before you, <laughs> due to no fault of your own... <laughs> Because um, I've taken a 15-kilometer detour. Yeah, which was, like, crazy in itself. <laughs> and so it was not your fault. No. But I was there before you, and I really need to go to the toilet. I was like, I am busting for a wee. So I get in there, and I think, I know exactly where I'm going to go to go to the toilet. I know where it'll be. It'll be down the end near the plants in the cafe, for sure. Yeah, that's what I would have assumed. Right. So there I am, circling the cafe. No That's toilet. where it always is. No lavatories to be found. There's sometimes a little playground. Yep. So there's a playground. There's a cafe. There's plants. There's tables and chairs. That makes no sense. No lavatories. No sense at all. N- absolutely wild. Where else would they go? So what I am am then forced to do, after I do a quick peruse to make sure that I'm not crazy in the haste of my sort of like toilet panic. Because mm-hmm. I'm going, I really need to wait. I've, like had, I've had like five coffees today. Mm-hmm. Um... I get on my phone like a normal person would and I look for a map of Bunnings because I obviously don't want to interact with anyone there until you, you arrive. Know, Bunnings is the one place I'm happy to interact. I don't want to... the staff. No, nah, I don't want to talk to them about the toilet. I want to ask them about tools and stuff. Okay. But I didn't want to, I didn't want to talk about you the You want to be like, I'm here for a wee. I, I didn't want them to think that I was here just for a wee. Yeah, no. Because I hadn't bought anything yet. And you'd be like, I, sorry, I'm just waiting for my friend and their greyhound and she wants to buy some vegetable seedlings. Exactly. But first I need a wee. So I couldn't take the risk, right? So I'm on my phone and I'm Googling, okay, Bunnings maps. Like, are they all the same? Right. No, clearly not. Okay. You can find your store. Okay. How do I get the map? And then you have to go to the desktop version. And like, it's a whole saga. Of course. So I eventually find the map for the Bunnings I'm in and I go, great. Toilets. Absolutely insane. They're next to the front door. What? 
And the tool shop. Yeah, it's a cr- it's directly across from the tool shop, mm. uh, which I convey to you later when I take you to the... I immediately also need to eat when mm. I turn up. Exactly. Because uh, you've been on an adventure to Gungarlan. Yes, basically. <laughs> I've taken a detour through Pialago to Gungarlan back to fucking Sumajura. Absolutely crazy. Because <laughs> I just can't. Anyway. So I... I I've now, I now know the locale of the toilet. Yeah, you know Great. where you're going. I know where I'm going. I've got a plan. It's fine. What I also notice in my search for the appropriate map is the map, another map type that exists for Bunnings is a sensory map. God, that's so good. So on the map, yep. there are labels for desi- like designated places for where smells will be increased Audio so might be good. louder. Visuals might be really intense. Yeah. Um, like all of this stuff, like yep. places where it's quieter, places where it's noisy, all yep. of this like stuff around sensory needs. And I thought, oh my gosh. That is so good. And it, that's like what? That's one hour of someone's work. And I just thought, oh my God. Huge, Bunnings huge impact. Killing it. Killing it. With the supportive maps. Killing. Love. Love it. I need that for my school. Yeah, me too. Anyway, the report on the sandpit is that it went well. The dogs were afraid of it for a few days, but now they're into it and there's sand everywhere. I love that for them. Love. If there's not sand everywhere, they're not enjoying it enough. <laughs> yeah, duh. Duh. I don't think Poppy's into sand. We're both looking at Poppy, like just trying to guess. Does she like sand? Poppy, do you like sand? I'll have to ask her other mum. Yeah, that's a good idea. Poppy right. has two mums. She has two mums, two straight mums. Yeah, that's nice. No further questions, no please. No further questions. <laughs> uh, okay, so I think we're going to wrap up there because we're going to have to because it's like nine o'clock. Oh, my God. It's okay, like, bye. Like okay. I'm freaking out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in bedtime. <laughs> so glad I got my washing in. All right, bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.